Hot Takes and Toast brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Jerry Seiner Cadillac, you can shop your way and get a piece of luxury you deserve. Stop by and test drive one today. All right, we got two big stories today. The Jazz coming off a club record 154 points. The NFL draft is tonight. A BYU quarterback looks like he's going number two. Two Utah high school products are going to go in the top ten. But when it's all said and done, it may be much earlier than the top ten. Maybe it's the top five. I'll have to see how it plays out. So you got two things to hit this morning. PK, let's jump in on the Jazz since we just had that Jazz update right there, and it's fresh. And uh, for those of you who want uh, football talk, don't worry. You are one segment away. We are getting to it. I love your post on Facebook, PK. The game wasn't even over yet. (laughs) Well, it was over, but the clock was still running. Just like we said, Jazz crushed the Kings. Why fear when everything is going to be all right? Hit it, Yock. See, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Don't worry about nothing. Don't go hitting that panic button. It ain't worth spilling your drink. It really isn't. It ain't worth spilling your drink. Not spill your drink. That's good. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm watching these games, and Quinn Snyder says I'm in the minority. Well, you're the expert, so. <laughs> uh, you may be in the minority, but you're probably going to be in the right. <laughs> the rest of us are going to be in the wrong uh, because this is your job and you study it and you know a thousand times more than the rest of us know. So I appreciate his words. He tends to be fairly honest. Uh, and so, you know, he's talking about that. And obviously the shots went down against Sacramento. But, you know, we try, especially uh, in the NBA, when there's so many games coming at you and we're at the end of the season now, we try to take the longer view rather than what's literally right in front of you. And as I'm watching this game, I don't think, and I didn't pick them to win the title. I don't think they're going to win the title. I think they've got a shot. But I think that as long as they have health, and you prioritize health over standings, over matchups, I think you just absolutely have to do that. So they may slip a game or two. But so friggin' what? As long as they got their health, man, they got so many shooters. And yeah, they're going to not win every game. They're not going to go 4 0 four times. And. We understand that, but they're going to be a tough out because they're also not going to throw up a bunch of bricks for four games either or or six or seven games. They're just not going to do that, man. They're too good. My only complaint about Monday, obviously you lost, so that's the ultimate. And especially in the playoffs, that's how you're going to be judged. Did you win or you lose? Nothing else matters. And that's the great thing about pro sports. I didn't like some of the body language on Monday. And as much as I didn't like it on Monday, I loved it on Wednesday. And play with that confidence and that cockiness. If you, it, the great ones do. And Jordan Clarkson, do your thing, man. And if shots aren't hitting, then still do your thing. Because <laughs> that's why you're there. No sense changing. You didn't get the best record in the league by doing something else. So there's no sense changing now. And do your thing, Joe and everybody else. And I think they're going to be all right when they get to the postseason, as long as they got their health. Not picking them to win, win it all, but I think they're going to be all right. Going to be. Uh, don't spill your drink, people. That could be the new tagline for the playoffs this year. Remember, it used to be show me the title. 
Now, don't you, go worry about nothing. No, no, don't be hitting the panic button. Everything going to be all right. Don't spill your drink, people. Yeah, that's the way I feel about this team. Now, if you're thinking, well, it's either win it all or my heart's broken, I, uh, I can't help you there. Well, that's what fandom is all about. Hearts get broken. And you're allowed to do that. You're right. I guess for a lot of fans, it's um, and you're, you're totally right about health, and we're seeing that from multiple teams right now who think for one reason or another they got a fragile star. You know, Kawhi Leonard, whatever's going on with him, it's been happening since San Antonio, Toronto. It's not just a Clipper thing. I think in the case of LeBron, it's a guy late in his career who's already played so many minutes. I mean, he's well beyond when he should have worn out. And so they're being careful with him, and we saw his injury. And everyone in general is kind of on edge just because, you know, they're playing a more compact schedule this year trying to get the 72 games in. So everyone's prioritizing health. Can't really argue with that. I think Jazz fans would just feel better if they saw a three-game winning streak. And it's been a while since they've seen a three-game winning streak. Okay, but And I know it doesn't matter because you can have a three-game winning streak now and you can still turn around and blow a 3-1 lead in the first round and be out like they were a year ago. So you want to see something now, but it's like it's, uh, it's that old confidence, false confidence uh, story that you got from a college assistant coach. And I, right now I'm forgetting who told it to you. Was it Brandon Doman? Lance Reynolds. Oh, it was Lance Reynolds. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got confidence. It's false confidence, but he's got confidence, and something's better than none. And I think that's what fans really want now, is they'd like to see, could you be healthy and win a few games in a row so we could feel good about this? Because everybody was feeling good in late March when they had a long winning streak, but really, it's false confidence. Yeah, but you need your guys back. You need, you uh, you need Mitchell back. Yep. So he's not going to be back. He needs to take the time necessary to recuperate from the ankle. I mean, he's not going to take as long as LeBron, but he's 24 and LeBron's 36, so we understand what the Lakers are doing. And and the NBA has basically turned into what we see in the big leagues with pitching. You know, they they chart everything. Every then you get over 20 pitches, and they start to break out of sweat practically. <laughs> uh, you know, it's the old days; they're gone, and it's the same thing. The old days, and they're not that old, really, when you think about it. In baseball, guys were chucking pitches left and right. I mean, it did they. Complete the game, buddy, and then we'll worry about what you'll feel like tomorrow. And just a few years back, relatively speaking, guys were playing 82, and that's just the way it was. For whatever reason, that's not the way it is now. So we can bemoan it or we can think it's the right thing, but it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because that's what they're going to do, right? So, and Kawhi, interestingly, he didn't do it in college, but once he started getting the money, then you, know, you got to sit him out. So be it. Uh, so let's see when they get the guys back. And, and we've already seen what they do when they have all their guys. And so that's what I'm expecting when they have all their guys. But right now they got two guys out and Mitchell and, 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 and the tight tightness in the hammy with uh, with Conley. And they need the other guy. They need the guys. There's no doubt about it. But so when they get them back, they're going to be a tough out. And to me. You're sitting in, and you're a fan of the Jazz, and you live in Utah. A tough out, that's that's a high-level expectation because you do have things against you without the glamour market, and I do think that's changing, and Dwayne Wade can help. There's no doubt about it, but I think it was changing with or without Dwayne Wade. 
I think the strength of the organization is a powerful statement that it makes around the league and players and their agents and families and everybody to today's player is sophisticated enough to know, Hey, I can go there and have success. I can get everything I want. And if you, if you want glamor and national, this and that, you can get it here and maybe a little harder, but you can get it here. And Mitchell's going to get it and Gobert, They're going to get it to go ahead and win, man. You win the title this year. Open the doors and all the acclaim and all the glory you want is just going to come flooding to you. There's no question about it. And if people don't, and you, you're, you're, if people don't recognize it, well, who are those people? They're the marginal casual. Forget them. The hardcore is going to know everything about who you are and what you do as a player. So you can get that, and it's still tougher to get it here. So in my mind, the point being, if you're a tough out, in the playoffs, I think that's about as as good as you can expect. You've got a chance. Now go seize the opportunity. Well, opportunity knocks Friday night, but with a shorthanded club. But that situation, yeah, we got it. A win would be awesome. I mean, you line all that up, and we can get into this tomorrow, I guess. You line all that stuff up against you, you know, and on paper you shouldn't win, but we all know stuff doesn't happen the way it's supposed to happen on paper. Well, Minnesota just beat the Jazz a couple of times. Exactly. And upsets and crazy things happen, and they think that it's more unpredictable as the league becomes, well, certainly the Jazz, but even in the league as a whole, as it becomes reliant on three-point shots. Yeah, you know. Dunks are pretty predictable. They're usually going in. One of the things I loved about this team is that so many of these guys, to one degree or another, were rejected, were written off, doubted, questioned, all those types of things. And that played to their strength, right? Because they all weren't uh, – you, you look at LeBron and, and Anthony Davis. Oh, first-round pick, first-round pick. Well, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, you know? And one we knew about since he was 13, 14, a la Tiger Woods. And the other one went to Kentucky, which is a basketball factory. And, and their coach will tell you his job is to put guys into the NBA and make them millions of dollars. It's not. It's not a university. That basketball team's not a university-sanctioned team. Basically, I mean, it's sponsored by the university. But Kyle Perry will tell you, my job is to get these guys ready for the NBA. And if we should win along the way, great. And what's her face? Uh, the fan. I'm blanking on her name. Her sister. Ashley Judd. Yeah, and she can have her sweaty armpits and celebrate <laughs> wildly. But that's not really the point, right? And so Davis went. That was like a minor league deal. That was an apprenticeship an internship, and he became the number one pick. And so they're winning. So what are we, we going to have, LeBron and Anthony? Nobody believed in us. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that, whereas the Jazz can say that, and I think they use that to their advantage. And Quinn Snyder had to go through the ringer, too. He wasn't Steve Nash and sitting around, hey, or, or Steve Kerr. You want to coach a ready-made team? Why don't you come on over? No, that didn't happen. He had to go out there in no man's land and a team that sucked and build it up. So these guys got an edge. They got a chip, rightly so. And I think that carries them and it motivates them. And I think they're in a good spot of where they want to be. And right now they got a little injury issue, but by and large this season, they've been fortunate. And now it's coming, but I don't know that it's going to be there when it counts the most. Maybe it will be, but we still have, uh, what, just under four weeks to get ready for that? So that's what I'm saying. I think they're going big picture. Maybe not Friday night in the Valley, but going big picture, I think they're in a good spot. 
All right, when we come back, the NFL draft. What is going to happen to Zach Wilson when he gets to New York? It seems like a foregone conclusion. He's going to be picked by the Jets. But where does it go from here? Stay with us.